Previously on Return Home. My name is Jonathan Barker. After five years away, I returned to my hometown of Melancholy Falls after receiving a mysterious phone call. Oh, Jonathan. Return home. Along with my best friends, Buddy and Amy, I found that larger forces were at play. I was a pawn for the Society of Shadows in their fight against the coming darkness. Serve the shadows. Serve the shadows. Serve the shadows. My dad doesn't remember me, my mom is missing, and I can't do anything about it unless I help them. But did you know we have your mother? So far, our encounters with the problems of Melancholy Falls have been less than normal. From interdimensional psychopathic tentacles... Take this, you calamari son of a bitch! Hair-raising encounters with bunnies. Impossible choices from the devil himself. My name is D.W. Washburn, and I'm here to make you an offer. Electing a vengeful wraith as mayor, and an encounter with the raggedy man. We don't know what comes next, but we do know that we're in this together. Seriously, we just became an episode of Scooby-Doo. It is now time to return home. Come along now, Jess. It's time for bed. But I'm not sleepy yet, Mommy. Can I stay up just a little longer? No, sweetie. It's nine o'clock. You've got school tomorrow. Do I have to go? You were excited to finally go all summer long, and now you don't like it? No. Well, how come? Well, there's a boy in my class, and... Oh, you like a boy. Ew, gross, Mom. Boys are icky. No, he's just... A jerk sometimes, and I don't like it. Well, I guess I'll have to say something to your teacher to keep an eye on that then. Do I still have to go? Unfortunately, you do, sweetie. But how about a present before bed? A present? Grandma sent something in the mail that came today for you. I bet you'll like it. What is it? What is it? Get into bed, and I'll show you. Better? Better. Well? Well... Grandma was doing some cleaning and found something she thought she lost a long time ago. Something that I remember from when I was your age. What is it? I'll show you, but only if you promise to be very gentle with it. It's very old and very delicate. I promise. Good. What is that? This, sweetie, is a music box. It belonged to your great great-great-grandmother. She passed it down to her daughter, and then it went on and on until it got to my grandmother. She used to play it for me when I was little to help me fall asleep. She gave it to Grandma, but then one day, she couldn't find it. She thought it was lost forever, but now here it is. And it's for me? Yes, it's for you, sweetie. What does it do? Well, do you believe in magic? I do. Good, because this small red box is filled with it. It is? Mm Mm-hmm. It is filled with good dreams for good little girls. And when you open them, the magic comes out and flows into you to help you sleep. How does it do that? There's a pretty little ballerina girl inside who comes to life when you open the box, and she dances to the music. Can I see? I don't know. Do you really believe in magic? I do! I do! I promise I do! 
<laughs> well, all right then. Wow, isn't she pretty? She sure is. Just like when you took ballet. I miss ballet. I know. But after the dance studio closed, nowhere else around here teaches it. Perhaps we can find somewhere else. In another town. Does that sound okay? Okay, Mommy. Does the ballerina ever dance outside the box? No, silly. That's her home. She likes to stay in there. But doesn't she get bored? Or lonely? Not in the magic box, she doesn't. When you close the box, the box turns into her home. Can I keep her, Mommy? You sure can, sweetie. She's yours now. You keep her safe, and she will keep you safe, too. Whenever you get scared at night, or you feel like you can't sleep, you can open the box and she will sing you a sweet lullaby and dance for you until you fall back asleep. And she really is magic? You promise? Cross my heart. Thank you, Mommy. I promise to protect her. Good. Now, go to sleep and I'll see you in the morning. Good night, sweetie. I love you. Good night. Love you, too. It does get awfully scary in here sometimes. But I'm glad that I have you now. You're a pretty little ballerina. You'll protect me, right? Maybe I can just listen a few more times. I'd rather listen to your music than the scary wind outside. There we go. Much better. What's that? The wind? No. It's... it's a... no. Wait. No! Mommy! Kathleen Pierce dabbed her eyes as she finished telling us her story, trying to wipe away her tears. It had been three days since her daughter, Jess, had gone missing, and she hadn't been heard from since. And the police haven't found anything yet? No, nothing. Not a trace. I looked to Amy, who was the reason we were here to begin with. She had been living next door to Kathleen for years, and when she heard the circumstances of her daughter's disappearance, she suggested that Kathleen talk to us. I've never liked that thing. That music box. I hated it as a kid. But when my mom sent it, I thought maybe I was just remembering a childhood memory wrong. But it's a bad omen. It always has been. And now she's gone. I'm so sorry. Can you help me? Can you find my daughter? I'm sure they can, Kathleen. Amy, can I talk to you for a second? Of course. We both walked into the kitchen, allowing us a few moments of privacy. So, what do you think? I'm not sure. I don't even know how we can be more help than the police. They actually have experience in this kind of thing. I mean, missing children? Yeah, it sucks and I feel for her, but I don't know what we can do that the police can't. But what about the music box? Isn't that a little strange? Isn't that what you do? I admit there is a bit of a coincidence there, but it's probably nothing. She needs professionals to help her out here, not us. Just please listen to the rest of what she has to say. Please, for me... All right, fine. We made our way back to the living room, where Buddy was still sitting with Kathleen. I think you should tell Johnny what you just told me. It might help. It sounds crazy, I know, but I don't know. I feel embarrassed to even bring it up. 
Go on, Kathleen. Trust me, these guys will believe you. When I was a little girl, and my grandmother would leave that music box in the guest room with me to sleep, sometimes... Oh, God, this is crazy. No, it's okay. Trust me. You can tell me. Well, sometimes I could swear that the ballerina inside was... moving. You mean dancing? No, that was part of the box. I mean she was moving and trying to get out of the box. Like she was reaching for me. Or I would wake up after I had left it on and forgot to close it, and I would hear something moving around my room. I was too scared to look, but I just thought it was my overactive imagination. But now... Where's the music box now? It's still in her room. Do you want to see it? I think it would help them, yes. Kathleen led the way to her daughter's room, with Buddy close behind her. I held back for a moment, and Amy looked at me before following them down the hall. Hey, are you okay? I don't know. I feel like we're giving this poor woman some false hope, and I have no idea what we can do for her. You'll do your best like you always do. I believe in you, and if nothing comes out of it, at least you tried. (sighs) Okay, yeah. Let's do this. By the time we got to Jess's room, Kathleen had the music box in her hand and was showing it to Buddy. When I walked in with Amy, Kathleen held it out to me, offering for me to take it from her. It looks just like any other music box, I know. I'm sorry, I feel so stupid. It's just an old music box. We'll check it out. Does it still work? I don't know. I haven't touched it since the night Jess disappeared. But you can try. We all held our breath as I opened the box, unsure of what would happen next. Inside, the tiny porcelain ballerina began to twirl in a circle as the music played. The mirror on the inside of the lid reflected her movements as she danced in place. We all watched her movement, looking for something out of the ordinary. When the music stopped, the ballerina froze in place, just like any other music box. I closed the lid and handed it back to Kathleen. It's an awfully pretty tune. Where did you get the box from again? My mother. It's a family heirloom that she thought she'd lost. But when she found it in her attic, she wanted to make sure Jess got it. Any idea of its origin or where it came from? No, not at all. Maybe we can take it with us and take a closer look? Especially if you think it may have something to do with Jess's disappearance. Yes, of course. Feel free. Kathleen, I I just want to be clear that we are by no means equipped for this kind of thing. We'll do what we can, but I can't make any promises that you're going to get your little girl back. Anything you can do, it would be greatly appreciated. I just want my little girl home again. Uh, guys? What's wrong, buddy? The ballerina, she's gone. What? From the music box, it's empty. Buddy turned the box towards us, and he was right. The tiny ballerina was gone. The melody continued to play, but now the mirror reflected nothing back at us but our own faces. It was as if the ballerina had just gotten up and walked away. Are you sure she didn't fall out or anything? If she fell, she would have shattered all over the floor. I took the music box from Buddy's hands and looked inside. I felt around, thinking maybe she had come loose and fell into the box itself, but came up with nothing. Where did she go? I looked at the mirror on the lid, which reflected the room behind me. On one of the shelves, I thought I caught movement out of the corner of my eye. I turned around quickly to see for myself, but saw nothing. Did you see something? I went over to the shelf and looked around, but I came up empty. I guess not, then. I held the music box up again and looked into the reflection, this time showing the bed. Again, I saw something move quickly out of my field of vision, scurrying toward the pillow. Did you guys hear something? 
I slowly began to back up toward the bed, holding the music box up so I can see the reflection of it. Again, I saw a slight movement but couldn't quite catch it in time. There it is again! Where is it coming from? I don't think you guys can see it. But you can? I got down on my knees, the edge of the bed behind me, as I studied it in the mirror. I was just about to give up when I saw something move from underneath the pillow. What is that? I think I can only see it in the mirror. Well, what is it? In the mirror's reflection, I saw the tiny porcelain ballerina come out from beneath the pillow, twirling in circles and dancing to the beat of the music from the box. My eyes widened as she spun around the bed. What? What are you seeing? You guys seriously can't see this? There's nothing there. I I can see it in the mirror's reflection. It's the ballerina. What is she doing? She's dancing. The music ended, which caused the ballerina to stop short. Her back was facing the mirror, and she was in mid-twirl. The room was silent, save for the slight movement of the porcelain. What's happening? Slowly, the ballerina began to turn her head toward me. However, she no longer wore the face that she had on earlier. Instead, a black, gaping hole took its place, covering everything from her chin to her hairline. Sharp, jagged teeth filled the hole as she turned her head slightly to the left. Johnny? The ballerina's face mouth twisted into a cruel smile, and she let out an ear-piercing shriek, just before leaping for the back of my head. Return Home, Episode 7, Small Red Box. You just listened to Part 1 of 3. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. Additional production was by Stephen Willard. It featured the vocal talents of Taylor Thorne, Bridget Farmer, Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Lost your own child to a creepy porcelain ballerina? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs>